Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. I think we'd all agree being a teenager is hard and that social media makes it even harder because so much social pressure comes at kids. Uh, Teen girls already have a lot of insecurities, and when your daughter starts comparing herself to edited pictures on Instagram, she might believe the lie that she's not pretty enough or not good enough or her life isn't good enough. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. He's a licensed clinical social worker and vice president of our parenting department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, um, you're an expert at communicating with kids. What are some important messages that we as parents can communicate to our teen girls to kind of counteract some of the stuff that they're ingesting? As you're talking to them about their worth beyond their body, right? So their worth as far as uh, their ideas, their opinions, and helping them recognize the fact that there's a cultural push towards a certain type of beauty. And I think the question that a parent can ask is, what, what do you see beauty as? What is beautiful? And we get to determine that. Each of us get to decide that. And culture seems to, to be advertising what beauty is supposed to be. And if you look at history, there have been different types of bodies yeah. that have been beautiful. Yeah, and look just... at the Renaissance masters. And that that uh, idea of beauty is not what we see on the magazines today. That's or correct. On the yeah. websites. That's, that's right. And you know, uh, Gary Thomas published a book recently called Cherish. We can begin to cherish our daughters and learn about the idea of cherish in our homes with our young daughters by uh, talking about what they're doing, describing what they're doing, and celebrating the things they are doing and who they are and how they've been created uniquely. Talk about their smile. Talk about an important idea they brought into the home. Mm -hmm. Ask them questions to contribute to what's being talked about in the home. Hug them and show them that they're important to you and also that they're competent. So that worth and competence that you get to feed into as a parent is important. Your words build into a child a narrative and uh, seek God's guidance as you do this, but also point to the fact that they are a child of God and they have a lot to offer. And the messages, help them realize the messages that culture is saying about what is beautiful and what's important. And we have, in, in the Word of God, we have something completely different on that. And he says that we are his masterpiece created with purpose, on purpose, Mm. and uh, we need to have those conversations in our home regularly. That's good, and we're going to hear more now uh, along those same lines from Lee Nienheis, who uh, talked with Jim Daly and me about reminding our daughters about what true beauty is. Uh, Lee, we've talked about your fears with your son, but you have some unique worries about your daughter as well. Um, You have a very insightful story about uh, body image. What was that? Mm. It's tough to be a girl in this society with the messages that are coming in. And I recognize that I was modeling something to my daughter about who she is when one day we were running behind and I said to her, Lexi Beth, I need you to hurry up and get into the shower. It's time for us to leave. And um, she said, hold on, Mama. And she pulled the scale out of my bathroom closet, took off all of her clothes, pulled out her hair ties, shook out her hair, and stepped onto the scale 
and weighed herself and then she got into the shower and I was like well what was that and very quickly I realized that's my routine before I get into the shower every day Mm. and I saw that at six years old she had just weighed herself and gotten it. This girl doesn't have an ounce of fat on her body. And that shouldn't even be crossing her mind. I was just modeling something sure, she was picking up your cues. for her that, oh, my goodness, once it happened, I was like, what am I doing to my girl? So what would you do? I mean, how did you talk with her you about that? You threw away the what, scale, yeah. right? I wish I could say <laughs> I threw away the scale. I needed to deal with that first as yeah. a mother. Where is my identity hmm. In the middle of this, is it my weight? What am I dealing with in my mom mind? But I also was able to say, Lexi Beth, this is not about how much you weigh. Like, honey, you don't need to do that. But then I felt all those fingers coming back at right. me. You honey, know, like, honey, you honey, don't need, you to, don't do need that. to do this yeah, every, that. every week, every day. And I also just said, this is not about what you look like on the outside. This is about who you are on the inside. That is what's going to make you beautiful. That is what's going to need to define who you are. And now as they've grown into teenage girls, that's perhaps even more so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lee, you use an acronym in Brave Moms, Brave Kids that I think, again, I'm just trying to feel this for how my wife Jean would feel this. And Mm -hmm. I think most husbands, you should be doing that right now. How would my wife be resident? with this content. Your acronym BRAVE, I think, is a great illustration for women and moms, obviously, to understand quickly what is most important. So let's go through that. The B is Believe God. Uh, You've struggled with that when it comes to your daughter. You just expressed that. But also, your daughter has special needs. So that adds even another layer of anxiety for you. God, are you really going to be able to take care of her? Mm -hmm. Once you describe to the level of your comfort that situation and how B, believe in God, in that acronym BRAVE, challenges you. Well, my other daughter, Gabriella, has special needs. And that is... It was hard when they were little. She was little, and we didn't know what that would look like for her. There was a time when I didn't even know if she would speak. She was 18 months old, and we were just really starting to recognize there's something going on underneath, and we don't know how to put our finger on Uh it. And as we began to learn more, spend time with doctors, I just thought, like, Lord, where's the trajectory of this going to Mm -hmm. go with my daughter? What's her life going to look like? I had no idea. You can't know when you're holding a toddler who can't talk what that's going to look like. And now she's 14 years old. And we're dealing with some of those still special needs, but we're dealing with them at a totally different level now that she's a teenager. Life looks different for her. She's in a public middle school. She's making friends, playing basketball, doing all these things. And, and so the fears change. And I still wonder sometimes about the trajectory, but B, believe God, is not just believe that there is a God, but believe the promises that he has given to our children, which for me is he is always with them. Yeah. He is their helper. Hebrews 13, 5 says, he is their helper. They do not need to be afraid. And I don't need to be afraid for them. Mm. I have to believe all the things that he says that he's going to be enough, 
sufficient, their defender, their shield. And so really B is the hinge point for moms and dads as they start to move forward in courage is, do I believe that, that Jesus died for them? Yes. But do I believe that he's actively, presently working in their lives? That's the question I need to ask. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. At a cultural level, I remember having a discussion with a friend of mine who's not a Christian. And he said to me, you know, I get really worried when you Christians are really worried. Because if you're worried, I need to be worried. And that's applicable to our children, isn't it? When they see us full of anxiety, full of fear about whatever it is, that communicates something to them about faith. Right. And they have to see us needing God for something. Danny, it's not just girls who are um, often um, preoccupied with appearance. This is an issue for boys as well, isn't it? It is. And with social media, for boys and girls, messages are rampant on, on what you're supposed to look like in order to potentially gain love. So there's, there's an economy being uh, told to boys that if you have the six-pack, you're going to get girls, right? And so I remember a conversation with the boys I was coaching in middle school, and I uh, looked over, and my son and, and the group of boys lifted up their shirts, and they were comparing newly created six packs their abs their they're abs comp- they're just they're just looking at each other's and, and i'm sure it was quite impressive at that age right <laughs> and the boys one of the boys said man you're gonna get girls look at that oh. and it was interesting to step into that conversation and ask the questions how do you where did you guys get that message how do you know that that's true and is it just because a six pack you'd want to be loved what if the six pack disappears then what happens? Because it will. It, it will disappear. <laughs> that's right. But it was interesting. Yeah. In middle school, they already had that message ingrained in their mind. And yeah. I need to have this in order to be loved. I like what you did there. You asked questions. And I think so many of us would want to lecture what the truth is. I was guilty of that. But ask the questions that need to be asked when our kids um, say something that is obviously not true. Right. And our sons, many sons do lift weights. They do. I've seen many of my son's friends. My son loves to lift weights. Ask the question in that, why are you lifting weights? Because there's lifting weights and being in shape for health, and there's being in shape and lifting weights in order to be loved and accepted. What is driving the motivation to do that? What are you comparing to And that is an important conversation, especially with boys, because it can make them feel powerful. It can make them feel like they can control whether or not they're they're popular and admired and help them step into that self-understanding as boys to understand that I don't have to be the most muscular. I don't have to be the most in shape to gain power or any of those things. And why would I want that? Because you begin to foster pride through that road. Mm-hmm. Help, a, help a son understand that, that that's not going to be helpful for them as they're looking for love. It's humility, not pride. Pride is, is anti-love. Humility is love. And uh, if we're trying to manipulate love, that's based on pride driving that. Mm-hmm. Help your kids understand the difference between that as they're trying to have a healthy body. That, there's nothing wrong with having a healthy body. It's what, what's driving the need for that. 
Well, there's a lot here, and we're going to recommend you follow up by stopping by our website, where we have a lot of great resources. And um, thanks to generous donors, we have hundreds of helpful articles that you can view for free. We've got audio and video pieces. We've got lots there wherever you're at as a parent. We do recommend one of those resources, in particular, Lee Nienheis's book, Brave Moms, Brave Kids, A Battle Plan for Raising Heroes. All of that is on the website, and I will link over to it. I would suggest, if you can, please make a donation to help focus on the family. Continue producing and providing resources like books and videos and uh, podcasts like this one. Uh, Donate today, and we'll send that book by Lee to you as our thank you gift for joining the support team. Brave Moms, Brave Kids, A Battle Plan for Raising Heroes. Again, the link is in the notes, or call 800-A-FAMILY. And next time, we'll have encouragement for parents who are struggling with guilt because of a child's poor decisions. I think we've all been there, and I hope you can join us then next time. I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Thank you.